Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. We'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in and invite you over to support the show over at our Patreon page. It's located at Patreon. That's P-A-T. REON.com forward slash baseball talk. Small donation every month, and you're going to support our show and get us to where we need to be to bring you a lot of great content and a little change in the uh, uh, setup this week. And we want to welcome everybody to the show. And how are you doing, Gary Mack? I'm good, Mr. Baxter. How are you this week? Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, taking in some of the baseball, world baseball classic, that is. And uh, lo and behold, we finally had the United States making their debut tonight as we're doing the podcast here on March 10th, 2017. Yes, we are. And uh, they are in the bottom of the sixth, and they are down two to one with two outs, but they have guys on second and third. Uh, we'll see. They finally get some hits. Uh, Jose Quintana was pitching for Columbia and really was awesome. They couldn't, they couldn't touch him at all. Now they're into the Columbia bullpen. So maybe they can cause some damage, uh, cut the lead in half. And Arenado is, that looked good at that pitch, but, uh, one and two on Arenado, but, uh, uh, yeah, a little, little bit different, as you said, for us this evening, Rich, a little Little snowstorm here in the Northeast. Three and homers, RBIs. Little and, storm indeed, yes. Yes, and a uh, little icy getting to the studio, so I opted to uh, stay in the house tonight and do the show uh, from the comfort of my living room. Yes, and as we were saying to our uh, pre-show guests, as we're broadcasting this show live over BaseballTalkRadio.com's live feed, we were saying that we're so adaptable. We'd love to... Uh, push the envelope of podcasting and we do it quite well, I think. And this is the uh, portable setup as you so aptly put it before. And uh, uh, it's my laptop, but I can't do a lot of things. Oh, we had a strikeout and a wild pitch and uh, Arenado was safe at first. So the game is tied. Oh, wow. Great. The United States ties up this ball game. I know uh, Japan's been doing quite well in the series. I've been watching some of the games as I get up to go to work uh, during the week. Uh, of course, they start around uh, 4.30, 5.30 in the morning when they're over there in Seoul, South Korea, and Japan. And I actually tuned in three, or three games this week and a couple in the afternoon. So I've been uh, checking in on it. Australia really uh, folded on one game. Then they came back and beat China like 11 to nothing the next day. Uh, but uh, very entertaining so far, this baseball classic. I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I am. Yeah, and uh, uh, Team Israel is really playing some good ball. They went undefeated in their pool, got to the next round, and that's a big achievement for them. And they beat two good teams. They beat Netherlands and Korea that were considered to be possible uh, 
you know, uh, contenders for the throne. Uh, of course, the two heavy favorites really are the Dominican Republic and the United States. But uh, I'll tell you that Dominican team is stacked. Is uh, the United States has a, a lot of uh, all stars on it, but I don't know. There's something about they just uh, haven't looked as good. Dominican. Boy, I tell you, they they looked awesome last night. They just hit and run, and they they they're coming at you from all sides. And uh, the U.S. is, as I said, got some good players, and now they tied up the game. Maybe they can pull out the uh, pull ahead now and pull this game out of the fire. Yes, indeed, pretty cool there that uh, baseball fans all over the world are tuning in to their favorite teams, almost a little bit like the uh, soccer. Uh, classic that they hold every four years or so uh kind of uh, that feel to it to me this this time around yeah and i think that's what they're trying to accomplish and and you know it's it's very tough here in the united states because there's so much going on at this point in time it, it, it's a it's sort of a bad timing issue because of uh, spring training and all it's hard to get fired up for something like this because spring training going on you're into your own teams but um it, it's really they're, they're strapped for time and in a specific time when they could do it they can't really do it in january because the pitchers wouldn't be ready uh, you can't do it after the season because the pitchers would be tired and you get innings restrictions and, and whatnot and so they're really in a tough place for when exactly what part of the, the season or the year they could actually play this thing and they've decided on this to uh, go to spring training get a couple of the guys ready the pitchers mostly and then uh you know uh play this thing every four years and it's just tough uh these other countries are into it they get they go crazy uh the usa um maybe the fact too that they've never even gotten to the finals yet that could have something to do with it too you know, it's uh, I know like Dominican Republic and, and Puerto Rico and uh, they, they really get into it. Japan, Korea, the Asian countries, they really get into it. And maybe they'll catch on a little bit as we go on here as time goes by. But I think if they can have a good run and uh, w maybe even win it or at least get to the finals, it may make it uh, a little bit more exciting. Yes, it will. And Japan shellacked China earlier today uh, by a score of 7-1. to They're undefeated so far, as you said, along with Israel. Uh, Kingdom of the Netherlands, 2-1 and one on this uh, World Baseball Classic so far. And the pools just started in Miami, of course, with tonight's game. Uh, the United States... Uh, Dominican Republic has a win so far, and Italy, what a surprise. They have a big win so far uh, down in Mexico. So uh, Puerto Rico, Italy, Venezuela, and Mexico playing down there south of the border. And, you know, the, that Italy game with Mexico, the Italy was down, uh, I think, four runs going into the bottom of the ninth, and they, they scored five without even getting an out in that inning to pull out the game. And, I uh, did not see it. I read about it, but that must have been an exciting game. Uh, I was in slumberland by the time that game finished. But, uh, um, yeah, there's, there's some exciting baseball. There's some good baseball going on. And if uh, you're hungry for baseball, you'll watch it. And it's, it's pretty interesting.
Yes, indeed. And a lot of the major leaguers left their teams in spring training, um, in middle of spring training, actually, and now are on the World Baseball Classic uh, playing field. Um, I wonder how they're making out with this and uh, how they're actually, um, uh, you know, advanced so far because it usually takes the major leaguers a couple weeks in spring training before they get loosened up and things. And here they already are playing competitive baseball to a pretty high level. So uh, hope none of those players suffer because of this. And we'll have to see if uh, something like that happens. But um, so far we haven't heard anything, of course. But uh, it's always a concern with that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, they are playing games in spring training, so there's really no difference except they may be playing a little bit longer. Um, as far as the pitching going, there are strict restrictions, if that's uh, the proper term to use, on the pitchers, especially in the first couple of rounds that uh, really was set up with baseball in mind. In fact, the other day, uh, Team Israel in their game was uh, changing pitchers every inning because there was a couple of guys that hadn't gotten to games and they wanted to get work and uh, because they were up against it with some of the pitch restrictions. So they were uh, changing every inning a pitcher. So that was kind of interesting um, and still beat the Netherlands doing that. But, um, you know, I, I guess a guy could get hurt, but why couldn't he get hurt at a spring training game just as well? So, uh, you know, hard hard to say that that it's it's tougher on the players or or what or that it, you know naturally the teams worry about a guy getting hurt if you get hurt in this. Uh, it's really the same as getting hurt in spring training, but I guess they figure at least you're getting hurt in a uniform, and uh, this way you're getting hurt in a different uniform that you really didn't have to play in. But there's no guarantee that they wouldn't get hurt anyway in spring training. So, Yes, indeed. Well, we have our pool teams for Pool E already, and that's going to be next week's action. Uh, over in Tokyo from March 12th to March 16th. It's going to be Cuba, Israel, Japan, and the Netherlands uh, battling back and forth in that pool. And then uh, San Diego will be pool F. So we'll have some winners in the next couple days moving on to that uh, pool in Petco Park, March 14th through 17th. And, of course, um, they will draw from pools C and D, the Dominican Republic, Colombia, USA, or Canada, and then Italy, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and Mexico. Of course, the more you win, the more you're going to move on. So very important to win here for the USA, of course, and any team that you're rooting for. But uh, interesting how some of those teams will be flying over to the Tokyo Dome um, from the Sky Dome uh, in Seoul, South Korea. Uh, moving on to the next round here. It's going to be very interesting next week to tune in on the action as well. And like I said, Gary, I'm really, really into it this time. I don't believe I was into it at all uh, this much in previous years. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, I, I don't know what it is this year that's uh, making it more interesting and 
Uh, maybe because we're doing a show and, uh, uh, you know, getting exposed more all different types of players. And, and now to see them in on different teams and playing for their countries and stuff. And it just makes it more interesting. Or, I don't know, maybe we just, uh, you know, that hungry for baseball this year. We're expanding our baseball horizons, perhaps. There you go. There you go. We want to thank our listeners and our video viewers for tuning in to us on YouTube. We had a couple increases in subscribers, and you can go right to our YouTube page to search for the Baseball Talk Radio Show. Hit subscribe, and every time we do a show, you'll get an email or a notification in your YouTube account that there's a new podcast to watch. So we generally stream these shows live as well. I know. A lot of the podcasts out there have different uh, methods in which they record their shows. They go back and dub them over, maybe add some things. And we both have our own individual podcasts that we uh, do differently as well. But we stream this show pretty well live from start to finish. And uh, Gary, you had mentioned that you're on your uh, portable uh, setup tonight. For our tech enthusiasts out there, why don't you... uh, let us know what mic you're using and things tonight. Well, I uh, I'm using a Samsung Samsung wireless mic. I don't remember the model number. The wires, you see, it's it's pretty neat because what it does is it works on a USB and is a USB receiver plugged into my computer. And uh, it's great because you can use it with a uh, cell phone. Uh, I happen to have uh, a, a, an iPhone, and it works fine. I get the camera connector, the USB camera connector. You plug it in, uh, plug it in, and it works just fine that way. And uh, I'm using some Bluetooth headphones tonight, though. That I can have a plugged in headphones but i just happen to have these and i figured i'd try them out tonight so um yeah totally uh totally cool the way uh, it's all working uh, fine and uh i'm so glad you can hear me um the uh program that i usually use for video i do have it on this computer but for some reason i was having trouble tonight so that's why there was no video opening uh, i do have the file it's all set up to go but uh, for some reason, it wasn't working correctly, and I didn't want to take the time, so I just decided to uh, do it this way. But, um, yeah, it's great, and uh, I may even uh, try a podcast, uh, one of these podcasts, Rich, uh, doing it just on a mini iPad or even a, a cell phone just for the heck of it, just to see how it would come out. But the, you and I may have to practice that a little bit beforehand. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a test run maybe uh, to see how it uh, works, but sounding good tonight in the uh, portable studio almost there and uh, very nice. So we're always uh, looking for ways to bring the show to you and uh, make it portable, so to speak. So uh, great rig there, Gary, and we want to invite you over to the iTunes music store. You can download the show there. Just search for the baseball talk radio show. Again, and we're also available on Stitcher Radio. And Barry, you mentioned this. Uh, now that we have this storm today, a little bit of snow where I am, a lot more where you are, and ice. We just got word that we're possibly in line for a nor'easter in a couple of days. That 
doesn't sound like spring to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And they're talking about Tuesday uh, being a really tough day. Uh, sounds almost like a blizzard uh, coming. Uh, one person I know said something about uh, as much they heard that 18 inches of snow could be coming uh, to the northeast. So uh, Tuesday may be uh, a nice uh, day to stay in the house and uh, take a day off from work, but we'll see what happens. Um, I almost thought I'd be home today, but when I woke up this morning, there was uh, not much snow out until, of course, I just went left for work, and then it all started coming down, but um, not as bad. The roads were clear, and, and luckily I was able to get in today and save that day so I can use it maybe Tuesday. <laughs> you never know. We... We thought we were in the clear. I think maybe we were bragging too much about those nice spring temperatures we were having here in the Northeast. But uh, hopefully wherever you are, maybe you're down at spring training over in Arizona or down in Florida and enjoying the time down there, enjoying the great weather, hopefully. So for you and moving on with the show, Gary, we have a uh, another uh, story this week about a uh, possible lawsuit in the uh, wings. Yeah, um, well, you know, Rich, last year we talked about this a little bit, and um, it was uh, the some minor league players are suing Major League Baseball over money. Uh, as you know, the minor league players don't get that much money unless, of course, you're uh, a high draft pick, then you may get a bonus, a signing bonus, and, and that's what everybody reads about. But the, the guys that are drafted 50th or 60th or whatever, they'll get a contract, but they don't really get a lot of money. And um, uh, it can be very difficult. Uh, a lot of times the families are supporting them. Uh, that's, and a lot of times you will see that uh, in minor league cities, they'll have a lot of host families, so they don't have to pay really any rent or you know board or anything like that. So... Um, that's, it's been an issue. And, uh, there was a lawsuit last year by a group of former minor league players and it got uh, suspended because they said it was too, the scope of the lawsuit was too big and really wasn't, uh, uh, appropriate for a class action suit. They tried to get it as a, a class action suit. So they went before the same judge and they narrowed the scope. And he has recertified the case, so the suit will move uh, uh, forward. The uh, suit was narrowed to players who played at least seven days in either California, Florida, or Arizona. The certified collective under the new decision will be any person who, while signed to a minor league uniform player contract, participated in the California League or in spring training, instructional league, or extended spring training on or after February 7, 2011, and who had not signed a major league player contract before then. So uh, the judge has uh, recertified the case, and baseball has declined to um, uh, to comment on it uh, in anticipation of further action in this suit and for other lawsuits. And I'm reading this from Baseball America. You can go check it out, the whole article. The minor league baseball has announced that they will form a political action committee 
The next step for the suit is for the players and MLB to come up with a schedule for how the rest of the case will proceed. They must present their proposed schedule to the judge by April 28th. So uh, it's it's going to be an ongoing affair. And uh, I read another article that said that, uh, you know, some guys that never even had a cup of coffee can uh, – uh, going to get more money. It could cost the major leagues millions of dollars if they lose this case. So we'll have to see. And they named one guy that played like, uh, I think, a season and then never got hurt from again, didn't get promoted, and was uh, let go. And, and he's one of the guys in the cases. So could be an expensive one for Major League Baseball. We know that these kids don't get a lot of money, but um, I don't know. It, it kind of... Uh, you wonder what the outcome will be with this and, and what can they do? They, they're probably going to end up having to pay them more money. They are not in the players union. So uh, they're not covered by the uh, uh, collective bargaining agreement at all. And maybe that's what they should try to do. Get them into the, uh, you know, players union. I'm sure the uh, union would love that because it'd be more dues to collect. But, uh, or perhaps they should start their own. Yeah, you would think that somewhere down the line with all the millions of dollars that baseball does make, that some of that money would trickle down uh, into the minor leagues. But as you said, they're, they're basically subsisting on very little. They're not making very much. And if you don't make the major leagues, you're investing a lot of your time and effort uh, for nothing, basically. So... Um, Minor league baseball in itself is like its own business, though. I'm not so sure how and to what extent Major League Baseball is responsible for uh, paying a lot of these minor league ball players. Um, where can you draw the line with it? Um, and what kind of wage do you think that they're going after? Are they going after $100,000? Are they going after $200,000 a year? I mean, it's going to be interesting to hear some of the arguments uh, yet to be uh, talked about here. And it's supposed to be in late April, uh, a schedule for this case to proceed, including a trial date coming up. So if, if it does go to trial, um, we'd be looking probably at late April to May. So very interesting to see how this works out. Yeah, it will be, and and I don't think they're looking for big money. I don't think that's the whole idea. They just want to be able to survive, and uh, you know, it's it's a short season, so some guys may only be making like six thousand a year or something, and you know, um, uh, it is a, it's a lucrative enterprise, minor league baseball, especially if the major league teams own the team and. Uh, uh, don't forget the, even the, the ones that are owned by other people, they have no say in baseball matters. That's the deal that they make. They, they handle the money, they handle the, uh, the promotions and everything. And, uh, but the baseball decisions come from the team. That's, that's the whole deal. And, uh, in fact, that's why the Mets lost their triple A team in Buffalo because, uh, Buffalo wasn't happy that the Mets kept pulling out guys to uh, be in the major leagues, but uh, I hate to tell them that's what you're there for. 
to uh, to uh, promote guys to the major leagues, but they got tired of that, and they wanted a team that won. And uh, I guess Toronto made a deal with them. I I don't know because I guess Toronto's still going to call up somebody if they need a guy at the at the majors, but uh, Buffalo uh, changed uh, to uh, the Toronto Blue Jays to the New York Mets, and that was a number of years ago now. But um, all the baseball decisions come from the major league team. Um, really, if you talk to a, a general manager on a minor league team, it's a totally different job than it is on a major league level, uh, simply because um, you know they have nothing to do with signing players. They have nothing to do with uh, recruiting players. They have nothing to do with promoting players. Uh, essentially, it, it's all about promotions and selling tickets, and and that's basically uh, what uh, and running a stadium, and that's basically what the job is on the minor league level. And it's a fascinating thing uh, to hear because you know these guys, you have to work your way through the system, and uh, yet it's a completely different job on that level. But um, uh, the major leaguers tell them everything. The, the front office tells them everything, how many innings they want guys to pitch. Uh, I'll give you an example. Last year I was talking to the pitching coach of the Brooklyn Cyclones and, uh, you know, um, at a particular game and the number one draft pick from the Mets last year, Justin Dunn, was pitching in that game. And I said, how long is he going to go for? And he goes, he's only going three innings because that's all they're letting us throw him. Uh, he had come from a, a college season and threw a lot of innings there, and the Mets limited him to three innings per game when he did pitch. And, uh, <laughs> Very interesting there. Only three innings, and as you said, um, going to be um, a lot to discuss in this lawsuit, a lot to um, rule upon, so uh, we'll be watching it for you, and hopefully you'll be reading it yourself online and get an understanding of it. I know the first time they sued, I didn't hear much about this, and it seemed like uh, maybe that particular suit got almost thrown out of court, but um, the judge went and told the plaintiffs to go ahead and try to narrow uh, their scope of this lawsuit, apparently to the California League, which they did. So this is uh, involving that California League, apparently, and uh, may have repercussions across the country. Well, yeah, if they can win, it'll, it'll open up a precedent all across uh, all the other leagues, so, and they'll all be filing then uh, to try to get some money back. But, um, you know, you're still living a dream, and you're still doing something that, that you know, uh, a lot of us uh, wanted to do as a kid, and, you know, these guys are really getting to do it, so... <laughs> Sometimes it's not about the money. Coated in dust. And I apologize for some of the audio coming through uh, on the broadcast here. I'm trying to queue up a story uh, that I was just reading today. And most of these websites now have audio that just blares out on you. I absolutely uh, hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is annoying. And, and sometimes you can't find it. And then you're looking all over the page to see where is this coming from? Where is this? Strange audio emanating from. Yeah. But um, late this afternoon, I was reading a story uh, involving one of one player that's very close to you, Gary, and Mr. Tim Tebow and his uh, recent debut with the New York Mets. Um, 
just recently, the other day, uh, he had a stalker in Port St. Lucie, uh, Florida. Unfortunately, a 29-year-old stalking uh, Tim Tebow had told authorities that she was in a romantic and matrimonial relationship with the former Heisman Trophy winner, a uh, lady out of Colorado, a few years older than Tebow. And Tebow was quoted today in the press as saying that she ho- he hopes that she gets the help that she needs. Uh, she was arrested for um, violating an order. They wanted her to actually leave the city of Port St. Lucie and not come back. She appeared at the stadium uh, the next day that they asked her, you know, just to leave, leave town, so to speak. And uh, they arrested her for stalking Tebow. So that's not all what it cuts out to be sometimes when you're a big star on the field. Yeah, that's it, Rich. You know, uh, it, it's nice to have the fame and fortune, but when you get things happen like that, it, it's uh, and not fun. And in this world nowadays, you never know what could happen either. That's that's the scary part. Yes, indeed. So Tim Tebow there, uh, finally getting a little taste of the big leagues uh, down there in spring training with the Mets. And Gary, can you give us any uh, scouting report on him? Well, I did not get a chance to see it. I saw it briefly in just the highlights. He struck out twice, hit into a double play that got a run in uh, and got hit by a pitch ball. And uh, I have to say this. Um, he has been hammered here by the New York press. I mean, uh, it's just, uh, it's like everybody just chill out, relax. He's not going to be on a team. Maybe it's a slightly a publicity stunt by the Mets side, by who cares? So they're getting a few more bucks. They're making a few bucks at spring training because they got people to come to see T-ball play. He's going to play again uh, where he's supposed to play today. It's no big deal. They're all up in arms about this here. It is the most ridiculous thing you ever want to see. He's taking a spot from somebody. He's doing this. He's doing that. Look, uh, he doesn't belong to play. He's making himself. I didn't think he looked that bad. He got a standing ovation for hitting into a double play. Um, I think people were glad that he just put the bat on the ball. I was hoping that he would have hit a home run or got a hit at least just to shut up everybody. But, um, you know, I, I'm hoping he plays in Brooklyn this year. I think it'll be a blast to go see him play there. Um, I don't know if he will, though, because uh, it, my guess is they're going to farm him out to uh, Columbia or probably Port St. Lucie because it is Florida. And I believe the Wilpons own that team. The Mets uh, own the St. Lucie Mets, as well as the Brooklyn Cyclones. So I don't think they're going to give them to another farm team that they don't own directly. So that would limit it to St. Lucie or the uh, the Cyclones. But uh, let the guy play and, and let's see what he can do. Maybe he's got something. Maybe he don't. But. Uh, you know, he's pursuing something as well. And, and yes, he has a name, so he got a quicker opportunity at it than than if you and I decided we wanted to go to try playing uh, 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 baseball. But um, let's see what he can do. I, You know what my idea is, though? I, I really thought he should have tried to pitch maybe because he had a good arm. Why not pitch, you know? 
Yeah, and that's something that the New York Mets have a, a full stack of of pitchers right now. But yeah, as you said, you know, he's a talented type of person. Um, going to get his shot somewhere, even if it's in the minors, like you said. But I, I love the uh, the inner city news because that doesn't resonate outside of New York, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear it down here uh, outside of the Philadelphia area. I didn't hear that. So I really appreciate that, you know, hometown news, so to speak, on Tebow. But uh going to be interesting to see what happens with him over the season. The Mets as you know, are, are loaded with good players right now. Hardly have a position to put him in, but maybe he'll be a, a bargaining chip for him somewhere down the road. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's t- I mean, it cost him a million bucks, and, and in this day and age, that's really nothing. Um, he, he, you know, he went to the fall league. He went to the instructional league. He's in spring training. He's playing there. He's with the, you know, for the most part, he's been in minor league camp. They brought him to the major league camp for these two games. I don't know if he'll be back for any other games. Uh, you know, maybe they, they can always say they wanted to take a look at him on a major league level against major league uh, pitchers and whatnot. So I, it, it's just the, the, it, the, the way the press gets is it's just so crazy. And like, He's going to make the team and bump, uh, you know, Yoannis Cespedes off the team or something. He's not going to do that, folks. Believe me, he's not going to. So just chill out, relax, and enjoy the games. Well, let's take a little look at the statistics so far for uh, Major League Baseball and spring training. And this one I I saw a tweet about uh, probably this morning. Uh, ben Revere, who has picked up with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, has been on a tear. He's got a 526 average so far in spring training, battling for a spot down there in uh, Los Angeles, maybe making this club out of uh, spring training, possibly maybe with the team as well in a role um, in the minors as well. So interesting to see Ben Revere there. Uh, doing well so far in eight games. He's got uh, 19 at-bats and 10 hits, sporting a 526 average. Thought I'd mention that for uh, some Ben Revere fans out there. I know I, I used to be a Ben Revere fan when he was with the Phillies for a while. Uh, he's got a lot of speed, and he's got a lot of uh, good karma around him. He's uh, sort of a good teammate to have on the club. Yeah, and uh, he's hit a couple of them now, uh, Rich, right? Uh, jumped around a little bit. and uh, um, But he always seemed like a pretty good player, a little, little pesky. Uh, he used to kill the Mets. Uh, I'm glad he's gone now from the Phillies at least. But uh, didn't he go to the American League last year or two years ago? That was the best when he was over in the American League. We, I think he got, uh, went to Toronto or something. and. Um, he wasn't pestering the Mets anymore. That was that was a good thing. But, uh, you know, we got an email this week from our good friend Jack, uh, the Phillies fan, and uh, he's down in Florida, and he was mentioning uh, about a guy called Brock Stassi. Uh, looks like a good prospect for you guys. Yeah, not a household name at all. Brock Stassi uh, struggling to... Uh pick up possibly a bench spot 
on the Phillies this year. Yeah, he was down there scouting, uh, and he actually has a column now at fightinphillies.com, a blog that I run uh, with Phillies news. He noted that Stasi had a grand slam on the 8th versus the Atlanta Braves, and he's just knocking the cover off the ball, basically. Uh, and what a great baseball name there, Brock Stasi. <laughs> yeah. Or a good wrestling name, too, you know. <laughs> he's got everything covered. Yep. Unlike the pitcher today that I was watching against the Phillies, uh, his first name was Chance. <laughs> now I, I think I'd have to change my name if I was if I came out with the name of Chance. Well, I don't know. That team took a chance on him, I guess, right? So, you know. Uh, but uh, Jack uh, says that the uh, Joker Marchant Field, which I be- is at the home, I believe, of the Tigers. Yes. Uh, they underwent a multi-million dollar renovation this offseason. Uh, new seats. Um, got a new uh, uh, bar and uh, uh, a new pavilion out in right field. And a lot of the teams, uh, a lot of the spring training teams are uh, Florida State League teams and minor league teams. And they are doing a lot of this uh, bars and pavilions out in the outfield now and uh, seems to be a big, big trend and lots and lots of money being spent across minor league baseball on the stadium. So that's great for the fans. Uh, always a great thing to uh, make the uh, experience of going to the ballpark even better. Yes, indeed. So we appreciate the uh, words down there, Jack, have a great time down there in spring training and check out some more uh, blog posts from Jack, the Phillies fan at fighting Phillies. Dot com. Check that out there. And Gary, this past week, a couple of days ago, I got an email uh, from a guy, Jimmy Shapiro. He works uh, out in Las Vegas. He sent me an interesting article about a guy named Ra- Rob Pizzola of the PredictionMachine.com. And what they do there is run simulations of every game in baseball uh, the upcoming season, 50,000 times before it's actually played. So predictionmachine.com, they strive to be the most accurate and <laughs> trusted source for predicting sports outcomes. Almost like, uh, you know, something you would see um, a computer prediction. But uh, 50,000 simulations of a game run through and they ran the whole season uh, that way and they projected the Chicago Cubs are going to win the World Series over the Boston Red Sox this year. So if I understand this, they're going to pick a Mets-Phillies game in May and run that 50,000 times? Well, that's what it says here. And I'd love to get this guy on the program and that's a possibility for a future show. Um, I've got his contact information, so I'd like to have him on maybe and talk with us if he could for a few minutes on it. But basically, uh, in this uh, summary, it goes on to say that there has already been 50,000 runs of the season, the 2017 season, before it was actually played. 
So yes, they simulate every game 50,000 times in the season and they come up with a winner. And yeah, this time they come out with the Chicago Cubs winning uh, a league high 19.5% of the time. They won uh, 9,750 times out of 50,000 simulations. So uh, they must have some sort of calculation that they run on this. But uh, very interesting how uh, this seems to be correct a lot. And he also has some um, predictions with playoff percentages. I'll run through a couple of them here for you. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, 87.5% chance that they'll be in the playoffs this year. Uh, the Blue Jays are going to be only 345 according to this uh, playoff probability that they, they came up with this year. Um over in the American League Central, they have the uh, Indians at 76.1%, the Tigers at 38 even. Uh, in the American West, they have the Houston Astros at 69.9%, and the Texas Rangers at 53.2%. And National League East, the Washington Nationals, 82.3%, chance they'll make the playoffs. And the New York Mets in second here. 52% chance that they'll make the playoffs. Well, we know that's wrong right off the bat there, so. That's a bit skewed. <laughs> National League Central, of course, they have the Cubs. 95% chance that they'll make the playoffs. And out west there, it's the L.A. Dodgers with 82.7% chance. See, I, I like to be obstinate. I <laughs> this is the kind of thing I'd like to see them, you know, like see the Cubs not make the playoffs now, just just to prove them wrong. You know, it's just that that's the kind of person I am, I guess. But uh, I, I look, I don't know. Um, I still say that's why they play the games. If we could just decide it this way, I know the it, they're running it fifty thousand times. But I, I can't see how they're gonna run a game. Uh, you know, I, I can't even think of who are two of the worst teams in the league now. You know, the Reds and uh, Padres. Uh, maybe. Uh, the Padres, they're going to run the game like that 50,000 times to see who comes out? It says, that, it says that they've played any individual game 50,000 times before it's actually played. So, yes. They can also play every game 50,000 times before it's actually played. So very interesting there. Uh, maybe we'll have to have this gentleman on the program uh, coming up here. They have some uh, interesting I'll, – I'll save some of that in case he is on the show. Have some. Yeah, that would be very interesting to have him on and talk to him about that. It's called the predictionmachine.com. So uh, – Check it out if you're on the World Wide Web, and hopefully maybe he'll be on on a future show, Rob Pizzola. Okay. Well, we want to encourage you to uh, send us an email from time to time. If you like our show or if you have a uh, suggestion for us for an upcoming topic that you'd like us to cover, you can reach us at rich at baseballtalkradio.com, or you can email Gary over at Gary at BaseballTalkRadio.com. We'd be glad to uh, field your questions, your comments, and your concerns about the show. If you like us, please uh, 
encourage us on. There's nothing like a good uh, bit of encouragement to keep us going on this show. And, Rich, if I may, uh, one bit of sad news in the baseball world and in the sports world in general, uh, uh, Bill Webb, the longtime TV director for the New York Mets and as well as with Fox, uh, passed away this week after a long bout with cancer. He was 66, I believe, or 65 years old. Uh, he, the Webb has directed uh, uh, 17 World Series, uh, numerous All-Star games. He's just done it all. He's been called by many the greatest uh, TV director of all time of baseball. Um, he's even been compared to Vince, the Vince Scully of directors of baseball. Uh, he lost his battle with cancer this past week, so I just wanted to uh, uh, mention that and send our condolences out to his family. Uh, Bill Webb uh, passed away this, this uh, past week. Our heartfelt condolences as well, and always sad to hear that. And any more 66 is pretty young. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, it's just a young age anymore in this day and age. Makes me a little nervous because it's not that far off. So uh, you get a little uh, antsy when you hear things like that. But um, uh, also, before we go, Rich, I wanted to tell everybody to uh, to listen to the baseball uh, radio network, talkradionetwork.com, and uh, lots of great shows there. Uh, your show is there. Phillies Talk and uh, my show, uh, Mets Musings, is there, as well as uh, Cyclones Fever cast. And uh, uh, there's shows from a lot of the major league teams, uh, great podcasts from across this country, and even some on uh, Japanese baseball and, and uh, other aspects of the game of baseball. So go check it out at BaseballTalkRadio.com, the home of great baseball talk shows. Yes, indeed. They have Atlanta Baseball Talk, mm. uh, Baseball PhD with Ed Casputis and the gang, Farley Dillinger. Uh, love that name, by the way, Farley Dillinger. That's a <laughs> great podcast broadcast name. That is a great name. Uh, Bird's Eye View, their Baltimore podcast. Brewtown Sports, our famous Mr. Brewtown. We're waiting on his season debut of his Brewtown Sports show. Uh, Canadian Baseball Talk. Uh, Nats, the National Citizens of Nats Town, uh, Cardinals, L.A. Dodgers, Fangraphs Audio Podcast. We've got a brand-new Phillies podcast on there, the Felsky Files. They do a wonderful job. Um, some European baseball, a couple of puds, <laughs> a couple of Cubs, who may also be puds, but Cubs podcast. <laughs> and this is live radio, folks. The Blue Jays, the Kansas City Royals, the Marlins, uh, on and on and on. The, the Pirates, Red Sox, Chicago White Sox, the Tokyo team, uh, San Francisco Giants, Cleveland, and the Twins, of course, our good friend Frank Connie out there. You can check him out. And Sam, the Hebrew Hammer, they'll be starting their Twins podcast off from uh, Minnesota Stadium coming up soon. So tune in. Great baseball talk over at baseballtalkradio.com. Yes, sir. Most certainly. Gary, it's been another great program. I hope to uh, continue our talk on World Baseball Classic on the next show. 
And uh, you have a great week and stay out of that uh, nor'easter or whatever we're going to have coming up. I, I will uh, try to do so, Rich. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have much choice about it, but uh, I'll stay high and dry. Spring is on the way. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.